taken from Matthew 7, verses 7 to 12, and it can be found in uh, the Church Bible on page 971. Ask, seek, knock. Jesus said to his disciples, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you, then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. For those who don't know me, my name is Kirsty. I'm the curate here, which means I'm in training, and Pads is my husband, so it's quite an interesting combination with the vicar as my husband. But you'll be pleased to hear I do have um, a training supervisor, so that um, I don't get away with too much, because obviously I'd expect Pads to give me top marks for everything. So... A big, big congratulations to Lola, who um, is obviously, is she about? Oh, there she is. Congratulations to Lola on her baptism and obviously to family and friends. It's a, a wonderful time to celebrate. And what we're actually celebrating is we are welcoming Lola into God's family. So we we thank our Heavenly Father for this wonderful promise of new life that is offered to everyone And today, the godparents and parents, they have spoken on behalf of Lola and said, we want her to grow up, to know Jesus as Lord and Savior for herself. We want her to grow up in the faith. And that is my prayer for Lola, that when she is older, she will speak for herself and say, yes, this is my faith. I believe that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And it's An amazing gift. It's a free gift that is offered to each one of us. Jesus died for each one of us so that we could come into a relationship with our Father in heaven. Because no one else can bear our sins. Only Jesus who never sinned. It is an amazing gift. And my mum actually entrusted me to God um, quite a few years ago when I was baptised as a baby. But it took me 40 years before I actually said, this is my faith. I um, remember the day very clearly, the 17th of October 2001, when I did declare that this is my faith. And it was a day that changed my life forever. Because despite growing up in the church, I never knew who Jesus was. I knew the stories about Jesus, but... I thought they were just stories. I didn't think there was any truth in it. So when I became a teenager, I just stopped going to church and lived the next 20 years of my life as if God didn't exist, really. And then my mum died of cancer. And I have to say, it had a really... Well, obviously, it had a huge effect on us. She was my mum. But what I was so amazed about was she was so peaceful about the whole thing. It was almost as if she was going on a journey and she put all her affairs in order 
said all her goodbyes, organised her own funeral, and I was completely stunned because I didn't have that faith that she had. She had this wonderful faith. She knew Jesus. She knew Jesus loved her, and now she was going to be with him. Now, obviously, I miss her terribly, but what happened as a result of my mother's death was that we started asking the big questions of life, like, well, is there more to life than what you can see? Is there a God? Actually, to correct that, Pad started asking those questions. I was still in, no, I'm having a wild time, thanks. I don't need the church. It's all boring. So I have to say that Pad's actually led the way. He was, he was, um, he was the one who started going on an alpha course, started asking questions about life, and he found faith. He found faith in God for himself. Now, I don't know about you, but we are living in very uncertain times. And the tragedy that happened in Manchester this week, I think, has shaken the whole nation. And as for the people who've lost loved ones, I just can't believe what they are going through. I can't imagine it. But the Christian faith is all about hope. And I saw that in my mother. It's a living hope in a God who has overcome death. He rose from the grave. And he offers this free gift of new life right now, not to start once we've died, but right now to all who will believe, to all who will put their trust in him. Not just to say, well, yeah, I think it's true, but actually who will say, I'm going to follow you, Jesus. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to give my life to you. And in our passage from Matthew's gospel, Jesus is telling his disciples, his followers, he's saying to them to ask and it will be given to you. To seek, and you will find. To knock, and the door will be opened to you. And he's talking about asking our Heavenly Father for what we need. And that's eventually what I started to do, because my greatest need was to find God for myself. It wasn't my parents' faith, it needed to be my faith. So I did eventually go on an Alpha course, which is a great way to explore the Christian faith and to ask the big questions of life. And we run one here actually every term. And to my complete surprise and to the delight and amazement of my family, because I really was such a rebel, I think my mother had completely given up hope with me before she died. But I discovered that Jesus was so much more than a character in a book. I could know him. He was real. He was alive and he was my savior. And I could have this relationship with him. I can talk to him and I can listen to him. And it is the most incredible thing. So I can only encourage you to seek Jesus for yourself if you don't already know him. Because believe you me, you will encounter him if you seek, if you ask, if you knock. Because God knows exactly what each of us needs. And it says in the scripture, just as we know how to give good gifts to our children, his gifts are so much better. But we need to ask God for these gifts. King Solomon asked for the gift of wisdom. And that is such a great gift to have. My goodness, we need wisdom in this world. And the book of James, it actually says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all. So what is the one thing you want to ask God to give you? You may not know what it is 
So you could ask him, what, what is it that I need? You may have asked, but not had an answer yet, and that is really hard. Maybe you need to consider what it is you're asking for. A lot of people ask for their loved ones to be healed. And that's absolutely right because we believe that God is our healer. He is the one who heals us. But we have to trust God with their healing. It's not always the way we want it to be. But you may be fearful of asking God because you're unsure what might happen. You might end up in a dog collar like me. (laughs) Don't worry, there's not many people maybe in the big scheme of things, but you never know. So don't be put off by that. But let me reassure you, because the words we've just read says that if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him. So we need to ask him. And our passage finishes with, so in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. This is the wonderful teaching of Jesus. Wouldn't it be amazing if we all treated everyone else like we'd like to be treated? And we've seen the most extraordinary acts of kindness have come out of the tragedy in Manchester. There are stories of people opening up their homes to complete strangers and giving them a bed for the night, of taxi drivers giving people free lifts, well, I've never heard of that before, to find loved ones. And we are all, each and every one of us, created in the image of a loving God. We have this extraordinary capacity to love but we also have a capacity to do evil, each and every one of us. And God calls us to himself. He calls us into relationship with him. And he calls us to live in community and to love one another. So it's all about love, really. A God of love who loved us so much that he gave up his life for us on a cross. And Jesus, when he was asked, well, what is the most important commandment, said, To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. And in our daily lives, how often do we think of others? Well, the truth is, if I'm honest, I spend more time thinking about myself than I do about others. So I believe that our two greatest needs are to know Jesus as our Lord and our Saviour and to accept his wonderful gift of new life, just like Lola's parents and godparents have done on her behalf today. And our second greatest need is to be more loving. So I invite you to join with me and to ask our God of love to pour his loves to enable us to love so that we can become more loving towards him, towards our neighbours and towards ourselves. Amen.